Today's show is sponsored by Brooklyn, and Brooklyn is the perfect place to find all your comforts for your home, including ultra soft towels. Use the promo code REAL for 10% off your first purchase at brooklynen.com. That's B R O O K L I N E N.com. Promo code REAL, Brooklyn, and everything you need to live your comfortable life. Today's show is also sponsored by Liquid IV. One serving of Liquid IV provides the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Get 25% off anything you order by going to liquidiv.com and using promo code REAL at checkout. I think it, I love hearing that from you to just remind myself right all that matters is my child's heart yes not the laundry the dishes the they will being always be out the there. door on time <laughs> like yeah that that'll just take its course but when i get to you know my 60s my 70s and i look back i want to know that i invested in my kids and that they knew that i loved them above anything like yeah anything household related, work related, like that they um, were valued and listened to and supported and loved. So here's why it's so important. Mm -hmm. If it's a human need, and if our children don't find that with us, Mm -hmm. they will look elsewhere for it. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about exactly that every single week, real life, which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had. Some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers, and some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things. And maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts, and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast. Today it is such a treat we have for you guys. My dearest friend and mentor, Robin Jones Gunn, is here. Uh, We're going to talk about motherhood and bringing up daughters and how to just welcome them into womanhood. She has a new book out that came out yesterday. Yes. It's called Preparing Your Daughter for Womanhood. And we are just so excited for this conversation. Thank you so much for being here, Robin. Oh, it's just so fun because we we love to get together and talk anyway, so mm-hmm. why not put a mic in front of us for I know. <laughs> I know, and usually it always happens where we meet together, we have this great conversation, and I'm like, this needs to be recorded. <laughs> um, for those who don't know Robin, she is um, an author. She has written so many books. How many books do you have? It's over 100 now. 100 books that you've written? Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. I know it is. Um, but I've been at it for a long time, so <laughs> still, that yeah. is so amazing. Yeah. And fiction and nonfiction, and her mm-hmm. series, the Christy Miller series, is how I started to really walk with the Lord. So I feel like Robin has just kind of mentored me, discipled me my whole life. And then when I came to Maui for an internship, she and her husband Ross moved here, and she came into our church's office one day, yeah. and I was like, "You look so familiar. <laughs> I feel like I know you." And then um, all of a sudden it just clicked like, oh my gosh. And this is before Instagram. This is before yeah. Twitter, like before you could know people kind of. And so I just remember like, you're the author on the back of this book that has led me to Jesus. And so <laughs> it, was it was so cool. So we've just been really good friends ever since. You know what? I just realized that was 10 years ago this week. This week? 10 years ago. Wow. I just did the math. 
That's really crazy. It is so amazing. You guys have been here for 10 years. 10 years. And then oh, we Maui. moved here in December. And then you guys came two years after that, maybe, or three. Three, but, maybe, yeah. Yeah. My math is off. But that is amazing. Um. Okay, so, so tell us about your new book. Okay, I'm going to hold it up. Yes, please do. Because I'm just so pleased with how it turned out. This beautiful cover. And it really has that sense of celebration as Mm -hmm. the way that I wanted it to come across, preparing your daughter for womanhood, a guide for moms. I wanted to write something that would be a one-time answer. I have questions all the time, emails all the time, mm -hmm. um, spend time with young moms, and they just don't know who else to ask. And so I felt like if I have a book that I can give you, it, it will have what you need. And what I wanted to tell them was they need a guide to know when their daughter is a tween and she's starting to show that her body is changing mm -hmm. and that mom gets frightened. She doesn't know, how do I enter in and tell her what's going to happen with her body and all the changes and make it so that she feels really affirmed and comfortable and celebrated and sees that this is a sacred time to honor that God made her this way. Right. And all these moms I've talked to for years and years, they get paralyzed. That's the moment where they think, I had a terrible bumpy journey into my adolescence and I have no role models. I don't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that was the motivation to write Preparing Your Daughter for Womanhood so that there would be the foundation laid and old chains broken from the past, whatever they had mm -hmm. gone through, and fresh new starts for this generation. That's yes. what I want. Well, and I think it's so amazing that you have moms even asking about that. Because mm. when I think about it, I feel like it it's just like a part of life. Like, oh, when you are this yeah. age, you get your period. And you either know about it from health class or yeah. your mom, you know, had mentioned it. And then you just, it just spurs on you and it happens. And then it's like, okay, this is how it is. And so I love that moms are even thinking, how do I walk this out? How do I talk to mm -hmm. my daughters about this? Um, because you and I had talked to, it seems like um, so much in America, we just outsource everything. Yeah. We send, you know, we send them to church for the spiritual side, to um, public schools for education. And, and not that any of that is necessarily bad, but I feel like it's just, um, it's like uh, we don't really think about it. It's just what we do or what right. American America has done. And so I feel like within that, girls becoming women and starting their periods and changing that we've just assumed that that's just like outsourced. Not like my job. Yeah. Like that's... It's just natural for her to figure it out on her own. If she has questions, she can come to me. Mm -hmm. But yeah, exactly. And so to help moms understand that this is your golden moment, mm -hmm. because if you establish the relationship at that point so that she knows, oh, my mom is the one I can go to and mm -hmm. ask questions. My mom sees me. She cares. Mm -hmm. She's there for me. That can be established in the heart of an eight-year-old girl, a nine-year-old girl, so that when she's 12 and she has her first crush, or mm -hmm. she, then like, I want to tell my mom what I'm thinking or yeah. feeling. Or my friends at school said this, and I don't know what that means. And But if that is not established at that early mm -hmm. place, then I think there's so often a message 
in that young girl's heart that it's up to her. I'll go Google it. I'll go ask my mm-hmm. friends. I'll wait until they have a topic at school in health class or something. And then right. And I feel really strongly that this is the time for moms to enter in and celebrate. Yes. To celebrate. What do we what do we do for celebrating? Mm-hmm. Hey, you got your driver's license? Let's Mm-hmm. Give a cheer, you graduate from high school, let's have everybody yeah. over, um, you know, but with women in our culture, we do a really good job of celebrating, oh, you're getting married, let's have showers, let's right. have parties, let's really celebrate, mm-hmm. you're in, entering into a sacred covenant relationship, and we mm-hmm. want to come around you as your women mm-hmm. and affirm that. Oh, you're having a baby. Mm -hmm. This is sacred. It's new life. We want to have a party and celebrate. But that first point, Mm -hmm. when her body's changing and she's confused and like, what's going to happen next? Where are the aunties and the moms and the sisters and Mm -hmm. that affirmation? Even if it's just a mother-daughter just the two of them, or if the girl is more like, no, I want the whole family to come, you know, (laughs) gather around. Mm -hmm. This is the time to establish a tradition because we just don't have that tradition in our culture. Right. When I think when I think about it, I feel like there's so much, I'd love for you to talk about this. I feel like there's so much shame around it. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that is dirty. It should be hidden. Um, it's gross. Like it's, we hate it. Like, oh, it's that time yeah. of the month. Instead of something that... And I love that you talk about this because I feel like you're presenting uh, it as there's no shame. Like this is beautiful. Yeah. This is how yes. the Lord made us. This is something that makes us really unique. And so I'd love for you to speak on that mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people have shame around this. And so then they don't know how to handle it with their daughters or it's just like something you just do practically. Yeah. But I would love for you to talk about the beauty of it. And, mm. and then also for women who maybe have shame around it, how to heal from that Absolutely. Aspect. Hey guys, I want to take a break to talk about one of the sponsors, and that is Brooklyn, a long-standing sponsor of the show. You guys know we love them. You've heard us talk about them before. Now, if you don't know, they're home of the internet's favorite sheets, they like to say, but I will say their towels are amazing. We've only recently gotten into those and gotten some of those, and they are awesome. They give your daily routines a little something extra and with varying levels of plushness, you can kind of choose what you want. Um, they're super, super awesome, I would say. So again, if you're looking for ways to kind of your, turn your bathroom into this place when you have guests and hospitality over where they talk about your towels when they leave, <laughs> uh, Brooklyn is the way to go. Trust me. So whether it's getting up, showering every morning, whether it's after a workout, all these different types of things, their uh, bathroom and bedding and all the different types of things are awesome and incredible. So Brooklyn is the perfect place to find all the comforts for your home, including ultra soft towels. And they're so confident in their products, by the way, that everything comes with a lifetime warranty. So use the promo code real for 10% off your first order at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code real. Brooklinen, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. When, well, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story, which you already know, but I'll tell you. Um, (laughs) I was 10 years old. I had no idea. I thought I was dying. I really did. <laughs> it's not funny. It was I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I had what year was pretty this? sheltered when I was 10 years yeah. old. Okay, this is 70s? No. 60s? No, it was 60s. Okay. It was yes. So the 
secrecy was still hovering over all of that. And they had Mm -hmm. begun classes in the school with health ed or whatever it was, but they didn't have it until you were like 11 or 12. So so second day when I'd gone through all the Kleenex I could find, I finally went to my mom and I said, I'm bleeding. And she said, well, go get a Band-Aid. And I said, I don't think it would help. <laughs> she said, why not? And I just kind of like, I, didn't had, I had no words. I didn't, right. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And she said, don't you know what that is? And I felt shame immediately. Right. Totally. Like, oh, I'm responsible to be educated on what, or, mm-hmm. and so she said, just go to your room, close the door. And again, that affirmation of mm. I, and as I'm walking away, she's saying, oh, the curse is on you. And I'm like, mm. what, what did I do? What, yeah. why am I cursed? What mm. happened? And it was such a traumatic mm. sense that I had failed, that I was wrong, that I was not doing something right. She came in with the supplies and a little pamphlet that was stapled together with a rusty <laughs> staple. <laughs> and I uh, like was shocked to find out I have eggs inside of me and mm-hmm. what was happening with my body. And then I did what I needed to do and we had dinner and nobody said anything. And I just felt that sense of this is what it means to be a woman. It means you have to sit down, shut up and mm-hmm. not be a problem and endure the curse or something. Yeah, I don't know. Right. And so then truly by the time I was 12 and 13, like I never told my mom my first kiss or I never like invited her into anything else that was really confusing or intimate. Yes. Yeah. And so that pattern I found when I started doing research for the book that I'm not alone, mm-hmm. especially women of my generation and be before, mm. you know, my grandma's gender, just all the way through that you keep it as quiet and and not be drawing any attention to yourself. Mm-hmm. And stories even of young women who had so much pain and they couldn't tell their mom. Mm. And finally, when they got to a doctor, there was something seriously wrong that right. needed to be mm-hmm. medically addressed, but they couldn't even tell their mom that. Mm. So that's where... I felt that there needed to be something that says we have to remove that shame Mm -hmm. and we have to come alongside it as we see from God's word, Psalm 139, Mm -hmm. that he created us, he formed us in our mother's womb, Mm -hmm. and that we're miraculously made to communicate that to a preteen girl. And let her know that what's happening is really a gift. So when our daughter was nine, and Mm -hmm. I knew all the signs were there, won't be long, I planned a party for her, Mm -hmm. just the two of us. And she loved tea parties and music and dancing. And so I I entered into what was important to her Mm -hmm. and set up went to the bakery, got a little cake, and mm-hmm. just had a little gift bag with little body so spray sweet. and panty liners yeah. and just the, the the essential things to have this little womanly mm-hmm. party. So she, I 
wrote out, a, made an invitation. I put it on her pillow the night before. And when you come home from school tomorrow, we're going to have a party, just you and I. And so when she came down the stairs, I have the music playing, <laughs> a little tea party set up in the living room. And she sat down and um, said, why are we having this party? And I said, I want to be the one to welcome you to womanhood. Mm. And she goes, what does that mean? And I said, oh, let me tell you. And then it was very natural, and I had Psalm 139 there, and I read to her and how, how God sees her and how this is this beautiful thing that God has made a woman's body to potentially nurture and bear new life. Mm-hmm. And she said, but men can't do that. I said, no, they can't. <laughs> Only a woman's body can yeah. do this. And she said, even angels can't do that. Mm, wow. I go, wow, you get, yeah, you yeah. get it. This is a sacred, mm. you know, gift that a woman's body, and this is how it happens each month, preparing mm-hmm. and being ready, and all of the rhythms of the, you know, spiritual life, learning the mm-hmm. rhythms and the seasons, and mm. being aware that even your body is in sync with that. So that changed the trajectory for the women in our generation. There was no shame. There was no sense that uh, it was so secret she couldn't come to me. Mm -hmm. And that made it so that we could enter those teen years, which are bumpy for every mother and daughter. Mm -hmm. And we had plenty of bumps, but there was already a foundation laid that she said later, she's in her 30s now, and she said, I, I knew that you cared. Mm. And that was enough to feel like, well, I don't know how to deal with this or talk to my mom, but I know she cares. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just so important. Yes, that is so good. So practical question, did you do it? You didn't, did you wait till she started her period or did you just like nope okay you just I saw wanted the her sign. to be ready okay yeah that is so good it is good and and for like the signs is that when a young girl starts when her breasts begin to just bud a little develop mm-hmm. however you want to call it then it's usually within two years after that mm-hmm. that menstruation begins and that she so you have that kind of clue like it's coming. And it can be any age. We know that. It can mm-hmm. be really right. early, mm-hmm. <laughs> 10. It right. can be 14. And it's still, that's the rhythm of that young girl's body. Mm-hmm. But to have her feel equipped and ready. And, you know, I in the book, I talked about some moms who had done, they love shopping online. So after they'd had this conversation starter with their daughter then they went online and it's like well what do you want to try and what Mm -hmm. because there's so many options now of different things Mm -hmm. and um when i read that i realized this is what we're doing as moms we're not having the talk like sit down i have to tell you right right be ready, your body's going to change and you need to wear deodorant and, you know, like making it. <laughs> and that feels it... so intimidating for all of us. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think you should start shaving your legs and here's a razor, <laughs> go figure it out. It's right. just, it's a different way of coming alongside mm-hmm. and saying, I'm not having the talk, I'm starting the conversation mm-hmm. and this will continue the rest of your, your mother will be your mother the rest of your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your daughter will be your daughter the rest of your life. So mm-hmm. why not establish those 
foundational pieces Mm -hmm. so that it's a lot easier to go on to the next season and the next season. Right. And what a gift it is to give our daughters this gift of beauty. In the world, I feel like there's so much shame. I love that. There's so much shame in general. There's so much shame over women. And so for us as women to stand up and to proclaim the goodness of the Lord with like, this is beauty. This is how the Lord, this is where the beauty of the Lord meets us. This is how we as women are created in his image and in his likeness. Mm -hmm. And this is the gift that we get to bear and that we get to give. And for moms, like that is part of our calling to pour that over our daughters, like to lead them into that because no one else will. And so that's our job. And I love that you wrote it in a book so that we can have the resource to look at it and to be like, okay, how did Robin do it? Or what are different ideas of how to go about it? Um, I don't know. For me, I always need something to look back on (laughs) and like highlight and say, okay, this is um, how to go about it. Hey guys, I want to tell you about another one of these Swix sponsors, and that's a Liquid IV. They're a newer sponsor on the show, but we've loved using them, um, and I've been using Liquid IV for probably about four or five months, I think, since they started sponsoring the show, and I've really, really uh, liked it. Now, if you know, again, flu season, all these different types of little common colds, even though everything gets uh, um, taken over in the news by the one thing, you know, there's still normal stuff that goes around. Um, and it's right around the corner with the winter months approaching. And so it's more important to have a strong immune system and liquid IV helps with that, whether you're, you know, pushing your body hard or you're feeling run down or certain types of, um, things or ailments are getting to you. Liquid IV helps you stay hydrated with their hydration multiplier and their immune support. So now if you don't know, uh, again, here's how it is. It's a hydration multiplier immune system support. It's a cutting edge blend of vitamin C and vitamin D zinc and wellmune in a convenient single serve packet. So the vitamin C is well known to help protect your body and support good health. The vitamin D facilitates immune system function and the zinc is the second most abundant trace mineral in your body. And Wellmune is a naturally sourced beta glucan that is proven to help strengthen your immune system. So this blend is powered by cellular transport technology, which is designed to enhance the rapid absorption of the water and other nutrients. So, and not only that, we love Liquid IV because they help when you purchase with them. So with every purchase, they donate servings of Liquid IV to someone in need, and they're donating 3.7 million servings in response to COVID-19, and they've donated over 5 million servings globally. Um, so again, Liquid IV's new hydration multiplier immune support is available at Walmart or order online and get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code REAL at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code REAL at liquidiv.com. And again, get better hydrated today at liquidiv.com, promo code REAL. So another aspect of this, um, I and I think we talked about it. Yeah. I think for a lot of women, um, maybe we they haven't had moms who have done that well to them. And I think you talked about mm-hmm. as you were writing, you had to heal from how um, your mom treated it. So can you talk a little bit about that too for moms who yeah. there was a lot of shame and so how to heal from that and to work on that and forgive their moms um, to so break important. the ties. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'll be honest, when I started writing the book, I had all the research ready and I jumped right in and I thought, well, I'll just start telling my story. And as I did, I realized I had this really cluttered heart. <laughs> the clutter was over grudges I was holding against my mom. She never nurtured me. Mm-hmm. She she had the opportunity. She could have really 
entered in and we have such a complicated and tangled relationship why didn't she care about me so I really had to do a lot of processing of those stages of forgiveness because I think forgiveness is a process and I think when the Lord reveals information at one point don't ignore it but just dig in and deal with that and there have been two or three times in my life when the Lord just reveals something really clear where I was holding an account out against my mom and I had to forgive her I had to release it one of the times was the the Lord it came from a movie <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle and there's yes. this great scene where Rita Wilson is talking about this old movie from the 50s and they were supposed to meet at the Empire State Building but he she didn't show yes. up and he came to meet her mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he came, comes in her apartment and she has a little blanket over her, her little shriveled legs and it's yes. just the best everybody knows that scene <laughs> I had this really spiritual moment with that because I realized that is possibly how my mom is emotionally mm. damaged, mangled what whatever to the point where I keep going to her and I have this expectation, like, get up, hug me, come on, be in relationship with me. And she's simply emotionally not capable. Mm. And so that was this big, I journaled a lot, I went to scripture, and I came out of that revelation mm. thinking, okay, I can make a choice then. My mom cannot or will not come to me. I can go to her. Mm -hmm. And if I truly believe that Jesus has filled me with his love mm -hmm. and his grace and his forgiveness, I can go to her and just pour that out on her. Because the more I pour out, he just fills me back up. It's no loss. It's just I have so much that I can give to you out of that abundance. And so I started doing that. So it was sort of this, oops. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting excited. I was afraid I was going to knock it over here. Um, but I have that ability to be the one to be in that adult relationship with my mom, to give her that um, affirmation that I longed for. So I started doing that mm -hmm. first by forgiving her and then by, and when you forgive, you have to be specific. Like what, it's not just, okay, I forgive my mom. Well, what am I forgiving her for? Mm -hmm. My mother did not enter in and nurture me. I had to, like when I was journaling and I had to write that down, mm -hmm. that was the hurt. And so for you to go to the soul level hurt of what was missing or what was lost or what you've been grieving and you didn't even know it, identify what that is and then choose from the heart to say, I don't hold that debt against her anymore. Mm. I've been waiting all these years for her to start, you know, it's like continually presenting to her an invoice or here's a bill and here's services not rendered you didn't and here's all the itemized things and here's at the bottom like 90 days overdue right. <laughs> 10 years overdue and just adding to that bill and when we look at how the lord has forgiven us it's like paid in full mm. it's all removed and he tells us to give that love to others 
our own mother. Can I, can I hold all this account against her and really say that I'm following the Lord? I, I couldn't. So I chose, I actually made a list. It was like diagramming a sentence. This is the core, the core hurt. My mother didn't nurture me. She didn't see me. She didn't affirm me. And that hurts. And then all these other like moments. And then I took that and I prayed over and I said, I choose from my heart to to release, to give this to Jesus. He paid the debt. Here, just paid in full, Lord. You take care of it. I won't hold this account against her anymore. I won't keep presenting the bill. Like, when are you going to pay? Mm-hmm. And that was such a freeing moment. I was in my late 30s or early 40s. And then that was the moment when I chose to be the one to go to her, mm-hmm. to say, I love you to her, which was something I had not grown up hearing. But the, I, I could say to her, because I did, you're my mom. I love you. I, God told me to honor you. How can I honor you? How can I give to you in an in a extraordinary way because of the love that Jesus has given me? So that's the kind of foundation of being able to have the relationship clear so your heart is uncluttered. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you go through the rest of your life expecting your mom to do something she's maybe never going right. to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And the really sweet thing about it, you guys, is that it took a long time, but it got to the point where my mom on phone calls would start saying, I love you back. I would end the call, I love you, mom. And for years it was, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that one, I remember that day I wrote it in my journal, which is, I love you too. And now wow. it's, and my mom's still alive and there's a, a tenderness and a sweetness that has been established. So when you choose to forgive, it will free you up. Mm. Then you're unencumbered when you enter into preparing your daughter for womanhood. Because the other thing that will happen if you don't do that is you will have in your conversations or in your facial expressions just those little things that your daughter will pick up that there's a grievance against your mom or that there's you're harboring something there and that generational shame stuff just yeah. keeps going you don't mm-hmm. want to do that mm-hmm. stop it yes <laughs> like yes. get get free mm-hmm. in yourself and i mean truth be told i went to a christian counselor at one point with some things that i could see but i couldn't i couldn't get to the bottom of I couldn't understand Mm. and I went three times this wonderful counselor that was like had the ability to just shine the flashlight right on where the dark Mm. little deep root it's roots of bitterness that's how scripture explains it to Mm -hmm. us that to be careful to not let a root of bitterness grow down deep and when those you you have to dig it up by the roots Mm -hmm. so there's work to be done and so To circle back, when I started the book and I started writing my story and realized it's this is one more phase of um, releasing any past hurt with my mom, and uh, it was it was transformational all over again. And then I could write the book. 
with everything mm. you need. Because it wasn't my memoir. It was to give moms what they need. And then the very end of the book, I added my story. Just mm. So it felt like everything flipped where the focus was on how to help the moms now who need to get a new tradition established. But I wanted to be personal as well. So that yeah. part's all in there, but it's not... Mm -hmm. the, the whole overwhelming let me tell you my story right. it's, it's all it's all there so to just summarize that if you as a mom have not mm. gotten your heart uncluttered and you have not made peace with your past it's going to be a lot more difficult for you to enter in with your daughter and make this passage into womanhood a time of sacred celebration, affirmation. You need to get, do whatever it takes. Go to a friend that's really close and trusted that you can open your heart to. Go to a qualified counselor. Go to that quiet time with the Lord where you dig really deep and let him just, let his spirit show you. Because, wow, what, what a powerful gift you will then be giving to your daughter and to the next generation and the next generation. Yes. And we want to be women of grace and hope, yes. not shame. And it's true. You have to, there's so many that don't have good relationships with their moms. And so I love that you're talking about this and that it's not something to fear. It's not something mm -hmm. to dread, but it's like the Lord is inviting you to healing and it yes. takes hard work, but the Lord is with you in it. And, um, that is such a gift to give to your daughter that mm -hmm. like, and I remember you saying this, you and Rachel, like you were like, I'm cutting this tie. Like yes. we are stopping <clears throat> this legacy of shame and destruction and we're going to start a new one. And what a gift to give our daughters. Mm -hmm. If that has been your story, I would love for you to talk, um, uh, too about like, maybe you have a mom that is awesome and who loves the yes. Lord and um, how to, cause we love talking about that. We, Jeff and I's heart mm -hmm. is multi-generational and bringing parents, um, grandparents as much into your life as you can. And so, and I love your ideas. Just how do we bring um, grandmas or aunties or, you know, our yeah. friends into the opportunity to pour into our daughters? Well, and I just when you said I would love to hear you, and I thought <clears throat> I'd love to hear you talk about this <clears throat> a little bit too, because I know you have some really good insights in this whole arena as well. Mm -hmm. So jump in anytime okay. <laughs> <laughs> to your interview. <laughs> well, I think it's just um, my biggest heart. Even when I was little, one of my biggest prayer requests was that my parents would be close to my kids, mm -hmm. and so I think it's such a gift that we have that we get to live close to them, and that they have such a sweet relationship with my kids. And I feel like it's a gift too, because um, sometimes my mom will say something about my kids that I'd, I couldn't put into words or like, oh, mm -hmm. I couldn't perceive that about them. That's such a gift that you get to see them in this way and speak that life over them. And so, you know, when we were talking about this, you know, girls can enter womanhood as early as like eight, which which I didn't think yeah. much about, but then I came home and I was like, oh my gosh, Sissy, that's like two years for Kinsley. So it is something on my mind. And, you know, my biggest heart is to bring my mom and Jeff's mom. And, um, you know, we have such a great community here of girlfriends. I yes. do that. I 
would love to speak over Kinsley. And I think that's such a gift that it's not only the mom, but it's, and I know, you know, you have to know your daughter and what's special to them. And, um, but I want her to know too, like she can go to my mom and she can go to you and she can go to some of my dearest girlfriends who love the Lord. And, um, you know, because I think it is such a gift. Like sometimes my friends speak life over my kids that just bring me to tears. And because mm-hmm. sometimes as a mom, we love our children, but sometimes it's like, I don't really like them right now. <laughs> or like I'm having a really hard time seeing the good. All I can see is this problem. And so it's really important for us as moms to have that covering and community mm-hmm. too. And so the gift it is to invite them into bringing up our daughters too. Absolutely. My closest friend during that season of life when Rachel was in her tween years, my closest friend took her for her first pedicure and just made it a really special, like, I'm just going to tell you some of the tips on being a woman and um, just having your posture and your, I don't know, I don't know exactly all that they talked Mm -hmm. about. But I just remember when Rachel came home, she felt so filled up that someone was pouring into her and caring about this awkward season and helping Mm it be smoother and and more delightful. We actually had a party that my daughter wanted to host a little party for a friend of hers because she knew that her mom wouldn't have any kind of celebration for her. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of combining... There, there were two friends, one that at school had just started and was terrified, and Rachel walked her to the nurse's office, and Rachel said to her, did your mom not have the welcome to womanhood party yet oh, for you? And the girl sweet. goes, what? What's happening to me? Right. <laughs> and Rachel came home and she goes, I thought every mother did that. Like really oh, made it special. So sweet. And so then there was another girlfriend that she knew when th- with the situation that the mom. So we had a little party at our house and set up a little something. And Rachel was the one as she was a teenager then. And she was like a big sister saying, I want to be the first to welcome you to womanhood mm-hmm. and just have the giggles and the talk and the here's yeah. the gift bag mm-hmm. with all the sweet little feminine things. And so that coming together in community at whatever level, whether it's a number of women or number of peers in the book, I was able to break it down. Like here are the ideas on how you can do it. So pay attention to your daughter. Mm -hmm. What's her love language? Does she do everything with a best friend? Well, then are you close with the mom? Could the two of you moms get together? And that's what one Mm. um, set of moms did. And they went to this fancy lunch. Then those two girls had each other as the moms are talking and they knew, well, I can go to my mom or I can go to my friend's mom. Mm-hmm. They established that crisscross kind right. of relationship. Mm-hmm. There's examples in the books of um, church groups that have, for the fifth grade girls, they have a girls' slumber party and they have speakers mm-hmm. come and they do a little cooking class in the morning on healthy cooking and things. So it's sort of making that Now you get to be more responsible for your body. And here you get free deodorant sample. Mm -hmm, (laughs) You you know, just those 
like we're going to come alongside as a church body and like as a group of women. Mm -hmm. And what one of the women who told me about that stressed was that we just want to start the process or start the conversation, but we want the moms to take it from there and say, so how did you feel about that? And what did you think when they were saying this or be able to continue that conversation? Mm -hmm. It's limitless. Women are creative. Women can do beautiful amazing things mm-hmm. but why don't we at this season of life right why don't we say we're going to come along and look all our daughters there in this age bracket and we're going to make it feel so normal mm-hmm. and natural mm-hmm. one of the chapters is titled normalize respect and i felt that was so important because young girls need to know how they should be treated yes what to expect mm-hmm. all of the safety you know precautions mm-hmm. of how to be touched or how they're by they they need to have that in a Mm. conversation that doesn't feel terrifying or like Mm -hmm. they've already have to think of did did i do something wrong or right and so to protect them but to normalize respect this is how you deserve to be treated Mm. and so when you can do that in community then there's a, a whole cluster of young girls who have that same foundational understanding of no you you may not treat my friend like that right. no and you, and you don't get away with stuff that would just be part of our society that rolls mm-hmm. into their lives and they think oh well i i don't have any power to say anything right so when i'm thinking what you're saying what a powerful time that this message is oh, coming out cuz i just think i know not only the shame factor, but then there is so much that goes in the unseen, so much on the phone, so much online. Mm -hmm. And now during COVID, like kids aren't, you know, they're doing Zoom calls and all these things. There is so much that a girl could keep hidden that could like would feel shame or feel like I couldn't share that with somebody or just so much. And so to be able to have the conversation younger and to have that community. And I think we as women need to be talking about, you are worthy. You are valuable. You do not, we do not allow ourselves to be treated in certain ways. Exactly. Like, and to take back, like, take back who, the message of who is a woman? Like what, how does the Lord view women? Mm -hmm. We are worthy and valuable and we're strong and we're brave. And this is how, and to have the opportunity too to like say, this is what womanhood is about. Exactly. It's, and to take it back from all the sides, right? Like it's not like we can do anything a man can do. Um, but it's also not like we're just here to have tea parties. It's like we are women right. that are made in the image of God, called on his mission, strong and brave, and can do what the Lord has called us to do and given gifts to like bear life. Like this is the message we get to share with our daughters. And I think the enemy has had such a foothold on it for so mm-hmm. long of just keeping it in the hidden mm-hmm. and the shame and, um, just like kind of put away, like I shouldn't Mm -hmm. be talking about any of this instead of redeeming it and saying, this is what being a woman is about. Alyssa, (laughs) I love it when you preach. Go, (laughs) girl. Preach it, preach it. But what an opportunity. Exactly. All of that. It could be, and knowing what your daughter's love language is. Maybe it's a superhero party. Maybe it's like a kinfolk, super cute succulents (laughs) on the table, like making little pedophores. I don't, it could be so many things, but women are, we need to reclaim 
and yes. tell our daughters this is what being a woman is and it's a gift for you this is what being yeah. a woman looks like for you you don't want a lot of fuss you don't want mm -hmm. but you just want fact where's the biology book i want to see what the parts look like mm -hmm. i want to know what yeah you know like i want a stethoscope for my birthday okay then i want to enter in and make that mm -hmm. what's of value to you to establish that respect you have a lot of respect already for the human body because you're so curious mm. about it. i want to build on that mm -hmm. and not force you into a tea party when the last thing you want to do right is <laughs> put a dress on <laughs> i know exactly but that for you to understand that exactly what you said that deep mm -hmm. value we there's a beautiful word in hawaiian that Alyssa and i hear often living here in Hawaii, and it's kuleana. Mm. It's a complex word. It means responsibility, but it's a little more layered in Hawaiian because it means that it's a symbiotic relationship, that one side has the ability and has what's needed to give to the other side, and this side chooses to respect and take on their responsibility to give to this side. I mean, it's in nature and mm -hmm. it's, but also I see it as a mom that my kuleana is that I have it within my power to be the truth teller in my daughter's life. Mm -hmm. I have the ability to speak to her in a way that will go deep and will create a bond that will take us into the years ahead. I could forfeit that kuleana. I could say, mm. oh, well, somebody else, you know, she can Google it. Or if she has questions, she'll come to me. Or I don't know what to say. I'm just, oh, I would just fumble it and I make it worse. No, those are lies. Mm -hmm. To say, this is my holy responsibility. And like Alyssa was saying, well, I'm going to reclaim this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say in this generation, yeah, no more of this secrecy and this harassment of the enemy to make it such, such a shameful thing or all hidden. But it's now going to be in a beautiful open space of light where I'm taking the responsibility to start the conversation mm. with you so that we can grow together from here. So that Kuleana responsibility, I'm taking my part and that allows the daughter to come along and it grows into something mm -hmm. just, it's, it's really beautiful when I see what has happened in my relationship with my daughter and know that that was the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. Like the Bible tells us it's, there's those things those points in relationships, those times when you look back and say, that was essential. That was that was a crucial mm. point in the relationship to build that bridge. And I I was equal to the task because the Lord made me so I stepped up and I did I did it scared, but I did it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I I took that responsibility. And there's so much room for do-overs. I talk mm -hmm. about that in the book too. Okay, so your daughter's 17 and you never did anything and now she won't talk. So I have a whole example of a mom, how she sort of reconstructed that relationship and had really good, 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 good results. Yeah. So everything's redeemable. It's never too late. But it's that mom taking that responsibility of I am that person in your life and mm -hmm. I want to be. Mm -hmm. And I love what you're saying too. I feel like 
perhaps you're a grandma listening and yes. you get it and you didn't do this with your daughter, you can have a do-over by doing it with maybe your granddaughters yes. or maybe with other girls who you know their mom won't step into that mm-hmm. place being able or maybe you don't have children of your own and you're an auntie um and mentors and mentors, stepmoms yeah. what a beautiful thing for a stepmom mm-hmm. to come alongside and say this is how much i care for you this yeah. is how deeply i love you and want to be part of your life mm-hmm. from here on like don't relegate it to well I'm not her mom or right. <laughs> you, you are, you are that person. You were in mm-hmm. that mom position. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Last yes. question of the day. <laughs> so we can wrap up. What do you think is the greatest gift that you can give your daughter? Now having you know, a daughter in your thirties, looking back, hmm. what do you think was like the highest calling yeah. or the greatest gift as a mom that you gave your daughter? I think that because of how my daughter is created by God, that again, it's back to her love language. Mm -hmm. It was the gift of time Mm -hmm. to listen and to stop everything and let her know that when she came to me, especially those times she's upset or she's very, very quiet, so you know she's really going through (laughs) something, but I think the greatest gift I gave was to stop everything and just let her know that I only had eyes for her, that my heart was wide open, like the welcome mat is out, and um, tell me, like, I'm here, I'll listen. Mm. I spent many years practicing, I put this in the book too, because I think it's really helpful for moms, I practiced what I call a listening language, um, I kind of figured it out. It's probably other people who are more qualified in counseling have better ways of saying it. But how I figured it out with my kids is that when they started talking, that I would I would stop and I would listen. And my response could only be, hmm, ah, oh, hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's a really small vocabulary because it gave them the freedom to go. Because there were many early years where they would just start saying, well, this happened or la la, and I wanted to give him advice. Well, let me tell you right now, that's not the way to go, you know, and I would, mm-hmm. I would interrupt and just kind of quelch, squelch the fire in their belly on whatever they were dealing with. So when I let him just kind of burn out <laughs> everything <laughs> and talking and after, and again, this is in the book, so it's helpful. So you, you just make those sounds like the listening language. The second thing you do is that as soon as they finished, you say, how do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. And if you have sons, that is so important because yeah. young men need to get in touch with their feelings and to stop and go, well, I feel like it's unfair or I feel like I, I wasn't whatever, you mm-hmm. know, the injustice of it or something. So you, you ask them, how do you feel about that? And then you just keep going, oh, mm, mm-hmm, ah, mm. <laughs> then <laughs> the next thing you ask them is, what are you going to do about it? Because that's helping them mature. Mm. That's helping to bring them into a place of responsibility for the things they're struggling with. And they might just tell you what they want to do about it, or <laughs> I want to go punch him in the nose, or, you know, but then... You then the last thing is just letting them 
have that place of sort of ownership of it and you just let them know well let me know if you need any help or but it it changed how my kids would come to me and this is more like teenage years we're kind of jumping to the next I'm not trying to I need another that book. with my like 4 year old <laughs> <laughs> but it is starting with just the beginning being available thing of and being listening. available mm-hmm. and then letting them have that sense of being heard don't we all want that Mm, yes we want to be wanted we want to be valued we want to be heard so Mm. that's the best gift i think a mom can Mm. give and so important i feel like it's so important to hear and so good because i feel like often i can be going about things and get just so focused on the next the next task like there's so much to do i need to keep up with this and this and this and this and so I think it, I love hearing that from you to just remind myself, right? All that matters is my child's heart. Yes. Not the laundry, the dishes, the they will being always out be the there. door on time. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that'll just take its course. But when I get to, you know, my 60s, my 70s, and I look back, I want to know that I invested in my kids and that they knew that I loved them above anything. Like, yeah anything household related, work related, like that they um, were valued and listened to and supported and loved. So here's why it's so important. Mm -hmm. If it's a human need, and if our children don't find that with us, Mm -hmm. they will look elsewhere for it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's our kuleana. It's our responsibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) Well, Robin, thank you so much for being on today. So tell us real quick, where can people find you and where can people pick up your book? Yes. RobinGunn.com, R-O-B-I-N-G-U-N-N.com. And I have an online shop that is the ChristyMillerShop.com. Dot com C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R <laughs> shop. <laughs> you know how to spell shop. Dot com. And um, actually what uh, my shop manager did is she entered a promotional discount code that's Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A. So if you go to com and you at checkout type in Alyssa, then um, there's a 10% discount on whatever you get in the shop. So we have free downloads that will help moms. And we have um, the Christy Miller books, of course, and my nonfiction books. And then this new, brand new one just came out, Preparing Your Daughter for Womanhood. So so great. Thank you so much for being on, Robin. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. Um, I would love to hear your feedback. So let us know what stood out to you today, what you loved, any questions you have. Thanks so much for joining us.